We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. And good Saturday morning. Welcome into the Outdoor Show. Glad to have you with us on what is going to be a Louisiana Sportsman Show kind of weekend. We'll give you the rundown of all the activities as they convert the Louisiana Superdome, or known as the Mercedes-Benz Superdome now, uh, from a football field or other venture into a paradise for sportsmen. Boats, motors, trailers, hunting, fishing guides, uh, dock dogs, a whole list of things going on all weekend long, and we'll run it down for you. In fact, we're going to have show director Jack Fisher join us this morning and kind of give us an update on what you'll see if you're planning on making it there before, after, or maybe tomorrow if you're not going to be fishing then. Well, Barry is gone. Uh, he didn't last long as a hurricane, but boy, he sure hung around to give us enough problems with high tides and surges and in some areas some rain. Uh, we're going to kind of do a, a recon mission. I did that on my WWL-TV Fish and Game Report. I went out and found some speckled trout uh, continuing to be in Grand Isle, which has been one of the hot spots. But also uh, there's been a kind of a rejuvenation from that, that salt water that came in during the surge, brought in some good clean water. Brought in some bait, and uh, speckled trout fishing has picked up in a lot of areas where it was a little bit sluggish before the storm. We've also got good news for our Alabama red snapper anglers and listeners. They are going to extend the red snapper season. I'll have details on that. And if you know of any infrastructure damage that uh, fellow sportsmen need to be aware of, text it in to us at 870-870. That's our text board, comes right here to the studio, remains open for the entire show, comments, questions, anything you want to share with us, tell us who you are, where you are, and what's going on. Now, last show was not last week because Barry preempted us last week, but the week before that, I had talked about the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries Enforcement Division Operation Dry Water. This is a special hyped-up effort to get out on the water and look for BUI or DUI, boating under the influence. Well, some people didn't get that message. They must not have been listening. And we got some bad boys and girls of the outdoors who were busted for BUIs. We'll tell you all about that. Plus, our outdoor calendar of events has been sent to us from you and asking that we share it with the audience. And if you want to do that, go to my website, DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com. Use the contact button and send me a flyer or details, the whole thing, the when, where, who, why, how much of your event, and we'll be glad to give you as much time as we can. And we're also going to take a look at the Coastal Marine forecast. Boy, what a <laughs> what a change from last Saturday. It's very good. Plus, we're going to tell you about next week's show. In fact, the next two weeks, uh, we're going to be on the road uh, in two weeks, we'll be hearing this show from Soldatna, Alaska, on the banks of the Kenai River. Our Bayou Wild TV team is uh, returning. This will be my 14th year of going to the Gone Fishing Lodge, and we'll be telling you and reporting and showing you all the wonderful things that go on in Alaska. Now, next week is a little special program, too. We're going to be at the location in Lacombe, Bayou Adventures, as we celebrate 30 years of this network radio program. Uh, yep, started in uh, last Saturday in July, 1989, 
And there's been a lot of Saturdays in between that and now. And we got some old footage of some photographs. We've got some voices you'll hear from the past, some of the highlights from some of our past shows. But mostly I would love to hear from you listeners. You can text us next week. We'll give out the phone number and call and tell us some of your memorable moments about listening to the show. I hear that from a lot of people, things that they were doing, and they kind of relate that when they were doing it, they happened to be listening on the radio. A lot of landmarks happened in those past 30 years, and we'll kind of Take a little stroll back in time. All right, that coastal marine forecast, if you are headed out today, boy, I mean, we've had some slack seas and flat waters. Southwest winds today, 6 to 12. Tomorrow, south 6 to 12, about 1 to 2 feet offshore interior lakes and bays. Uh, Also going to have some pretty calm conditions. Good time to get out there and get some fish, and we're going to try to help you find them. We'll get our field reporters, in fact, coming out of this break. Robbie Campo in Shell Beach. We'll see how the storm, actually when it went by him, it was a tropical storm, Barry, maybe even a depression, and then it lasted all of about two hours as a hurricane. So Barry is out of here. Time to get back to our summertime fishing, and we'll do it right here on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And at this time on a Saturday morning, we take you down to a legend in St. Bernard. I'm telling you, it's the <laughs> Campos Marina. Been servicing fishermen for, Robbie, how many years? When did your daddy first, I mean your grandpa, Blackie, first open up the marina down there? Do you have any idea? My, well, actually, it was my great-grandfather that started in 1903. Wow. 15 years. Been in business. Incredible. Long time. Yeah, and, and yes. it's in your hands. Family still <laughs> doing the same thing. Yes, sir. That's good, yep. Dick. Great thing. You guys have been down there for a long time uh, helping people out there and catch fish. Well, look, Robbie, the initial reports I got after Barry, the surge kind of did a little good as far as what I saw down there I and mean, what I've been hearing. What's been going on as far as maybe some speckle trout? I know they're probably not really far in like they could have been, but I think people can find them if they venture out, and the weather looks like that might be cooperative. Well, I tell you, uh, Don, from the south side, well, it would be the, actually be the east side of the dam, the, the, the you know, the outside of the dam. From the dam headed out to the rocks, uh, Blonde Lake, um, Dead Man's Island, up in Bay Elwha, you know, over the Co- Wood Comfort Island. I mean, it was a fire week, man. They caught some fish out there. It was just incredible. Long rocks was great. Short rocks was good. Even caught fish. I, I tell you, I even had captains that told me they caught fish up in Lake Robin, up uh, up a Bayou Robin, up in Lake Robin, um, Lake Coquille, Lake Machias. But the further west, I mean, the further yeah, the further south they went, they running the river water. Um, with that said, there's river water all around the islands out there. Um, it's it's all inundated to Britain Island, you know, Five Wells, Britain Island, all that area out there is just it's solid river water. It's dirty. Um we have algae bloom starting back up in Lake Bourne again. I knew it wouldn't take long. I didn't know how long it would take, but it's cranked back up in Lake Bourne. Um we're supposed to have some rain today. I'm not sure how much if, what the percentage of it is. I didn't catch the news last night. I was at the sportsman show. Uh so but yeah, they did catch a bunch, a bunch, a bunch of trout this week. Now what the, what's going to happen today? You know that's all that all remains to be seen. But this week was really 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 good. Live shrimp seemed to be the ticket. Um, guys went out there, man. They just put the hammer down on them, buddy. It was good. Oh, I had, I had another report. If you fish from you know if guys that wants to run out of the regulars or whatever, Brush Island, Martin Island, that area over there had plenty of fish on it too. A lot of throwbacks in it. 
but still had a lot of trout over in that area. So if the guys are, you know, running across the lake and, you know, wants to venture out that way um, towards Ella Peak, Creole Gap, got plenty of fish over there too to just add a lot of pictures with them. But um, as far as that goes, we had a, a really, really good week. I hope today is going to be one of those good days. He's going well this morning anyway. You guys can get out there and catch some fish and get it done early because it's, boy, I tell you, Don, it's some um, hot. Oh, I know. You have to tell me. You know, Robbie, it's amazing how different things are. You know, from where you are to the west, I mean, algal blooms, it's perfect conditions. You get those flat, calm seas, those hot, sunny days, it bloom, it busts. And the spillway is still open, so there's more and more river water pouring in. But as you get out to the east of you, the further you go, there's a lot of good trout fishing out there. And we had the full moon, you know, the days before and after a moon are some of the best. The tide's been running pretty good. Uh, I would think people, if they're willing to put the time in and get out to those places you just mentioned, they're going to catch some trout today. Oh, oh yeah, there ain't no doubt. You're going to catch some fish there. It's just... Is the weather going to cooperate today to do that? Uh, I looked on the radar earlier when I, as I was, you know, when I got here this morning, um, and I did see some lightning out there. So I looked on the uh, radar and I saw some squalls out that way. So I'm not sure if that's just going to break up and you know, and dissipate or whatever. If you're going to be able to get a chance to get out there, you may get wet, you may not. Uh, you know, who knows? Well, if you do get wet. You probably feel good because I tell you, Jesus Christ, it feels like it's ninety-five already. You, you know, Monday I think was the was the worst day for that because that tro- you know that tropical feel, that hot, humid, oh, heavy yeah. air. And look, I had oh, a tree. Yeah. I had a tree went down. You know, it was a di- tree dying anyway. And look, I had to get out there with the chainsaw and cut that thing up Monday. <laughs> oh man, I, I was questioning my sanity, yeah. boy. I was miserable out there. And you know how ants love willow trees, you know. So that was oh, no pick. Oh yeah, oh absolutely. But and I tell you, we as far as the storm, you know, the water levels here, we we got we had about a garbage can of debris to pick up. And uh, I tell you, man, I, I thank God because usually we got two weeks of cleanup around here, you know, after, after one of these little high tides like that, we got, you know, it, it's just it, debris and marsh grass and, you know, you know, the story. Oh, right? yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I saw some, uh, guy, um, guy, I know Marty Lacoste had over in Coke drew that way. They had 10 feet of grass they had to deal with. And man, it was a mess. And, you know, you get Congo snakes wrapped up in cotton mouth wrapped up in that, you, you know, the story. I tell you, it's a, it's a nightmare, and I, but I just thank thank God that it, you know it went further west, you know, like it did, and we didn't get all that stuff, man. Because I tell you, I, I, I about had my my fill of cleaning up grasses around this place for you know for the last few years. We've been getting it, you know, we usually get the debris, boy. I mean, we get it bad here, and uh, we didn't get anything. We had just a little, you know, like I said, a little garbage can of stuff to pick up, and that was man, we back in action. Well, that's so, great. Now, what about uh, yeah, the shrimp situation? Um, Should people stop on Paris Road? Down, or you? Yeah, if you're coming down, if you're coming down a little bit later this morning, you're gonna want to stop on on Paris. Uh, see David or, or go over by a friendly fisherman over there by Tony. Um, if not, you come down. You can go catch one of our boats right here in, in the channel. If you want to do that, that's up to up to you guys. You know, however they want to do it. But um, I want everybody to have them. So if you're coming down, and you know we. It's it's still it's still they won't live in the bayou so um, we you know uh, on the on this side of the dam down it's it's two point six it's point two six six parts per thousand on the other side it's five point seven seven so you know the dam does you know break that it's like a salinity blocker you know it just right. if the five point seven seven was here 
that, you know, we wouldn't have no problem. You know yeah. what I mean? But on the other side, and that was checked the day before yesterday. So, yeah. you know, I, I don't think the salinity changed that much just in the last in the last day or so. Yeah. But Well, um, they, need to, they need to put a gate in that dam, and then the Corps promised they were going to yeah, do it. But, uh, you know, well, that's I another subject whole, for another day, you know. I just say dig the whole damn dam out. Well, <laughs> that might be, yeah, that, that would probably be. Because for the good it's doing, we sure wouldn't miss it if it wasn't there. That's for sure. No, right. Uh, and the thing is, if you're not going fishing today and you're doing a sportsman show, um, I went last night. Um, man, a lot of great deals there. Um, products that we all use, you know. Um, was the air conditioning things. working good? Uh, That's what I want to know. The air oh, conditioning was, it was anyway, chilly, it was working, huh? Working really, you had to bring really a jacket? Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, no, not really. But I'll tell you what, it felt really good in there, you know. Yeah. Um, like Versamax coughs, rod drills, whatever you're trying to buy. They got it there, man. They got some great deals on stuff. Um, uh, you know, if, if you if you're not going fishing today, go go to uh, sports. I stop in after it's open yeah, late. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be open late. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go go see it. Um, Weed custom calls, man. They got man. They got a lot of great stuff. A lot of great deals. I went last night. I tell you, man. You it, it, it got a beautiful setup in that dome, man. They did. They do a really, really, really good job with that. Uh, so. If anybody, you know, if anybody's going fishing today early and you want to go to a sportsman show, don't miss it. You know, it's really something to see. Good, you know, you enjoy it. All right. Sounds like a good doubleheader. See, Robbie, get your shrimp, go catch your trout, and then head for the dome. Nice way to spend a Saturday, Absolutely. that's for sure. Absolutely. Okay, Robbie, right. glad so to hear you all made out so well down week. there. We'll catch you next week. Yeah. All right, buddy. Bye-bye. Thank you. Robbie Campo at Campo's Marina. Coming back after this, uh, the man they call Toe for short, Toefield Bourgeois. He's down in Lafitte. We'll find out how they made out with the storm and if it's helped the fishing. I was fishing not too, too far. Made a run to Hackberry in uh, Manila Village uh, during the week and found a few fish out there. Water looked gorgeous and full of bait. Got to be trout out there. We'll find out the real deal right after this time out. You're listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. And here he is, ladies and gentlemen, our Louisiana man uh, who was at ICAST and then flew directly into the jaws of Barry, right there in Lafitte and Barry Terrier. Tofio, how did Barry treat you guys down there? Well, one more inch of that little title, so just as a wind-driven wind, whatever you want to call it, wind-driven water, uh, would have got us, because it got us. It got some people down here, so some little Lafitte's a little lower than me. So definitely some people got water in their homes, and uh, it definitely abrupted everything here in this little community. But uh, they were sandbagging for about four days down here. A lot of people were uh, putting their time, a lot of guys and girls uh, went out sandbagging and kind of got our little levee a little bit higher. So it helped, man. One more day, one more day of that storm kind of pausing would have got us. So, I mean, it was as close as it can be. You know, so it's kind of kind of scared that dying for a minute because I've been flooded four times. It's like, I don't want number five. I know. I know what you mean. Not fun. Not fun at all. But uh, but for this one, we did okay. You know, so uh, I'm sure there'll be more to talk about as, as, as the season progresses. We're definitely nowhere near out the woods. You know, it's uh, living down here in the body. It's, uh, it's kind of the way it is. You know, the, my slab is three foot two above sea level. Mm. <laughs> but it's higher than New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, but you don't have a levee and pumps around you either, though. <laughs> no, oh, no, yeah, yeah, and that's the only issue I got, so uh, we'll see. All right, yeah, well, what about the fishing? Has it improved it the last couple of days? Yeah, the actual fishing has done really well. Now, the day after we got back and kind of Barry settled down, we went to a little run out there and found a lot, of, a lot of bait, a lot of things, but it was just a little too stirred up. It didn't really do good, you know, right when we got back in. And, uh, yeah, I guess it was on Monday. 
but since then, every day's gotten better, better, better. Uh, a lot of, a lot of good reports and good fishing coming from from Barrytower Bay and, like I said, backside of Glen Isle, the area where you fish. Wait, wait, was it uh, Tuesday, Wednesday? You was out there? That was uh, out there? Thursday. It was Thursday, but I left out of uh, Grand Isle and came to the east. Yeah, so y'all run to the north, we run to the south. Yeah, we started at Queen Bess and went from there. Ended up yeah. on Manila Village and fish. made the circle back. Yeah. Right, so you caught a lot of little fish. Huh? Oh, God, you know it, man. Tons and tons of little trout. Yeah. There's no problem with the, the juvenile recruitment out in that area anyway. Now, did you notice that mostly males down there? Yes, males they were. Yes, they were. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well... Same deal. So, you know, so the thing is, it's a question of this. So, as you know, you know, some of the levels play a role in everything from crabs to, to speckled trout. You know, most female trout, I think, is 11 parts per thousand. So, until they really, that's the lowest they'll go to release the eggs. Crabs, same thing. I haven't seen many crabs out by the island. Uh, just a handful. I mean, normally it's, this time of year, I should be not be able to fish some areas because the crabs are so thick. So, I think some of the levels have a lot to do with it. The last few days, honestly, the last few weeks, most of all my fish have been catching up at islands, all males. Yesterday we had two guys, we threw top water all day, caught a bunch of big trout, all males, no females. So, I mean, it's all right. Kind of good that we're catching that on mine, taking a lot of bucks out. But I am a little concerned about where's the girls. So, is Mother Nature saying, hey, some of, the, some of the levels are low. This is not your area to do it. Because, you know, if they release eggs in this, say, fresh water, they will sink and the, and the, the crop will die. So, is Mother Nature pushing them out, you know, keeping – Somewhere else, deep out in the Gulf, making it happen. So that's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> so that's what my fingers across is that uh, the low salinity levels is keeping, say, the, to the big breeding girls out where actually the crop will be good. So yesterday on my floats of the plane, uh, I couldn't tell if it, was, if it was crab or speckled trout, but the floats loaded with eggs, just uh, microscopically little bitty, bitty, bitty eggs. You know, so something's releasing something out there. So Mother Nature's doing its thing, you know, and uh, so we'll see. So it's just uh, just crazy that, uh, that you know, you don't normally catch big trout that are males. I mean, you probably can count them on one hand. You caught a big trout over three pounds that was grumping. And you know, most times always big females. So we'll see, man. See uh, see what happens. But today I think we got, I think we're running with nine boats today. And South's going to chase trout on Barrettire Bay. Some going to do redfish. Everyone has a... A different game plan, but as far as like from here, like Captain Dave went out there and uh, went to the beach, cut a lot of bull reds, cut a lot of trout. He said same thing. Well, look gorgeous. In fact, today I'm probably going to go fly in the Empire because of the big storm sitting sitting on my islands right now. So I think I'm going to be kind of forced to go more, you know, more to the west, which uh, I really haven't flew there this year. But um, we're going to see because we're getting good reports all the way to the mouth of the river. You know, since the storm. So, kind of like we talk about, the storm does bring in, you know, say, threaten you know, more water, more water height, more nutrition, more bait, and along that follows. You have to pray, the predator will follow. So, it's kind of like, it's good. If everyone's catching fish, it's good for us on that side. But we just don't like the fact that some people do get affected, get flooded by these storms. But the pleasure of living down in southeast Louisiana, guys. Yeah, well, I'm glad it was uh, close, but not in. You know, you got to be thankful yeah. for that. Oh, yeah. Well, tell people how to get a hold of you if they want to find you. I know you got the Toefield Tuesday thing. You got a website. You got all. Oh, you're a high tech man. Tell them all that stuff you got. <laughs> no doubt. Well, yeah, definitely check us out, guys, on the website newonsfishing.com. You can check us out there on Tuesday is Toefield Tuesday at six thirty. We pretty much do just a live video of whatever the topic we can change as we go. 
Hit us on uh, the Josie hotline at 504-341-5614. Give her a shout. Get your days lined up. Whatever you want to do from frogging to fishing to crabbing to swamp tours to getting a massage down here on the bike. All right, guys. Take care We'll see you next week. Amen. There he goes, the Louisiana man who fishes with a padonka donk. Wonder what it is? Look it up. We'll be back right after this and tell you what's going on with our outdoor opinion poll and also what's coming up on Bayou Wild TV Season 3. Back to do it right after this pause on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, uh, good news for Alabama red snapper fishermen. Their season has been extended, and the reason is because some inclement weather, the catch was uh, held back a little bit, so uh, they keep the management uh, program going and have an accurate count up to date uh, as closely as they can, and when they see that there's the quota is not going to be caught within that time, they can actually add days. So these extra days are going to begin on Thursday, August 1st, and run till midnight on Monday, August 5th, those five extra days are the result of lower than expected landings, and that was due to the inclement weather. Now, Louisiana red snapper fishermen, if you want to know our situation, uh, 57% of the allocation had been caught, which was 466,000 pounds. Now, this is through July 7th, so there's some fish yet to be tallied. Now, nobody fished snapper and caught last weekend. Remember, our seasons are only open on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. So uh, it's going to be open for a while. Our total quota is 816000 and some change. So we're a little over halfway there through July 7th without too many being caught in the last couple of weeks. So uh, as we head into the summer and the early fall, the season will keep going. And that's the difference in managing fish as opposed to wildlife. You know, can you imagine? They say, well, you know, you had some warm days and the ducks really weren't flying, so we're going to be able to extend the season, give you some extra days. Uh, or turkey season, you know, it was a real rainy, stormy, lightning and thunder weekend, so nobody went, and so we can let you hunt another week. Nah, ain't going to happen with the game, but it does with fish. All right, right after this quick pause, going to tell you what's coming up on Season 3 of Bayou Wild TV, right after we let our local stations identify themselves along the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Bayou Wild TV, uh, this week's program is entitled Kids Camp and Frogging. Uh, there was a kids camp, you know, they have different camps for kids during the summer. This is an outdoor-oriented camp, and it was held in Eunice, and Martha Spencer, my co-host, went down there with Chris Lecoq and did a really nice feature on it. Then we're going to take you back to Kaplan, where we went frogging and show you some frog-catching action. A lot of fun. We took a couple kids and had a great time at Crawfish Haven. Then we even had a better time. We brought them in and uh, fried some frog legs, and we show you how to do that on this week's show, which you can catch on our Cox Sports TV. It's going to be on uh, tomorrow at 8 a.m., 11.30 a.m. and 7 p.m., which is the regular time. I uh, got some news that we will be changing our time, our Sunday broadcast on WUPL in New Orleans, Channel 54, which airs at 4 a.m. on Sundays. It's now going to be 4 a.m. on Saturday. So we're going to have a lot of ways to watch us on Saturday mornings. Also at 6.30 on Channel 2 in Baton Rouge, you can catch it. And next week, beginning on Thursday, we start our New show, and it's a preview all about Season 3, which is right upon us now. And some of the, the features you'll see that are previews will be a preview of our fishing trip with Dutch Prager, a legend of Louisiana fishing, uh, an elk hunt, and also our trip to Cajun Lures, where we actually had our own personalized lures made. Then there's also a preview of Ride the Bull, a, a, a guy who may be going to the Olympics from Louisiana 
a skeet shooter, Josh Raley. We'll show you his feature. Uh, Giataku, I think I can say that. Do you know what that is? The Japanese art of, uh, I call it poor man's taxidermy. Great feature. That's going to be highlighted. And then on the cooking, we preview elk burgers, pheasant chowder, and air frying fish, which I tried this weekend. And let me tell you, no oil, no grease, clean and crispy. Great way. And not just fish. There's other things, too. Anyway, catch it. Bayou Wild TV. And, of course, you can watch it on YouTube anytime you like. Go to our webpage, BayouWildTV.com, and you can go back and catch every episode that you may have missed. And that's starting to pile up as we head now into Season 3. All right, right after this, we come back. Jeff Brule's got a freshwater fishing report. See what uh, the tropical surge and storm surge from Barry, how it impacted freshwater fishing, if at all. Jeff's report's next on The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. And our big boss bass fishing report is brought to you by Berkeley, a division of pure fishing. You know them, Berkeley line of gulp baits. They got them for the crappie, the bass, the inshore and offshore saltwater, lines of all type, whether you use mono, braid, fluorocarbon, plus thousands of fishing accessories, everything from those useful handy-dandy catfish flippers to hand scales to fillet knives. If it's for fishing, you can bet Berkeley has it. They are a division of pure fishing. Good morning, Jeff. Uh, well, I guess we need to start with the basin because that's where it seemed like most of the surge happened. Do you think that's going to have a negative or positive or no impact on the fishing there? It's just going to take time. It's just kind of like a storm hangover. The water's pretty high everywhere last week and pushes fish and the minnows and the bait all back into the pockets in the woods uh, but the river is still at seven feet at morgan city so you still got high water on that side but the Verrett marsh side is the best area to try if you're going to go down in that area and if you look at the mississippi we're starting to get a slow fall in it uh, but it's, it's still expect a few more months of high water in the basin and then you add the summertime heat to that so you need to go early and slow down your presentations with you know weightless worms and some like texas rigs to catch a few fish but you can get out in Verrett and some of the marsh areas and catch some panfish catfish and bass if that's what you desire to do this weekend jeff what about those areas uh you know those marshes and all that adjacent to lake Bourne and some of them off the banks of pontchartrain that's all so fresh right now that's got to help the bass fishing in those areas yeah it's uh it's good i went to chef pass area this week but it was, it was an afternoon trip and the high tide was about four o'clock this week and the water looked good, but there was a lot of floating grass everywhere. You can tell the storm kind of churned up some things, but the water was clean. Uh, we caught some bass, uh, but my morning trips have been a lot better. But you, you talk about the local areas, the rivers, uh, the Pearl is at 11 foot. It's still high. Uh, some of these, like uh, Tickpaw and all those areas, are still faced with some muddy water over there. And the storm surge just pushed a lot of water, and the rain backed it up into the woods. So... You're just going to have to give it probably till the middle of the week to see the pearls start falling back down and some of these rivers get clear. But that marsh area down the intercoastal and Mistigo has got a few reds and um, got plenty of small bass in it. I've seen some schools of bass come up popping shad, minnows, and they're not big. You, know, you might catch one 12 inches, to 10 to 12 inches, but they're just fun. And it's just a good option to go and pretty close to home, so I like going down there. Jeff, as we head into these dog days of summer, any uh, bait tips you could give us for people to use during this time of the year? Yeah, if I'm hunting for fish or I'm in some kind of some clear water areas, I just like to swim the plastics around. It's just kind of rig them, a Texas rig. You can peg the weight if you want to. And instead of just bouncing it on the bottom or dragging it, you just use a slow, steady retrieve. 
just to cover the water. You're just trying to find some reaction bites and find some fish. Yeah, you can use a crawfish, a curl tail worm, or you know, any of those type of baits, and just pretty much work it similar to a spinner bait. Just keep it off the bottom and slow, steady retrieve, and it's good for for grass areas. Uh, you can reel it on top. Uh, it doesn't hang up as much in the grass, and I'll use like that Berkeley chicken craw and reel it on top, and it's like a buzz bait. Or sometimes I'll slow it down through the grass and. It'll go in areas where you can't get a spinner bait, you know, it just fouls up the blade, but you can get that chigger craw through there. And a lot of times you just get reaction bites, and a lot of times that'll add a few fish to live well on a slow day. I love those blow-ups on top, too. Jeff, I know they, uh, they've got a little kids' tournament going on up on the on the Bogachit, I think, this morning. You know, that one yeah, lock one, the, yeah uh, lock one. Lunkers and lo- yeah, Lunkers Lock one, Lunkers and Liars are having a little free tournament this morning. You can get up there. They still have time. I, they think they – just uh, about safe light to about 11 and they got all kind of little prizes and help for the kids so if you're not doing anything that'd be a good option to go take a youngster to learn about fishing and you don't have to have any experience just go up there and um talk to the guys they'll be more than happy to help you but we do have another tournament coming up ascension area anglers fifth annual bass tournament that's gonna be august 17th at Doron's. it's hundred dollar entry fee and they use that money to help send people to the uh, Bass Nation tournaments and stuff. So it's a fundraiser for that club. Uh, it's a good event, and uh, hopefully, you know, as the basin starts falling and the water starts falling, that we're going to get better reports out of that area. Yeah, but, I think when it starts to make that move, boy, it's going to turn it on like crazy, you know. Good cool yeah, water just, coming out of there. Yeah, no, you know, nobody's putting any pressure on those fish for almost since I've been about a year. It says last September when the river came up in, in Mississippi, and I was down in Venice, and it pretty much shut that fishing down. So you've had almost a whole year where you know, there's certain areas you can go catch a fish here and there, but the, just the p- public pressure on those bass has been almost nothing in a year. So I'm hoping that they've spawned a little bit and there's plenty of fish, and it, it might just be crazy this fall. You just never know. Yep. Right there on Highway 70 is Dwaron's. Uh, got a great launch and also a really good store, really equipped with a lot of stuff you need. See Larry Dwaron and – I'm sure they got the applications for that Ascension Area uh, Bass Tournament that's going to be coming up on the 17th of August. Jeff, thanks for the report, my friend. We appreciate it as always, and we will catch up with you next time. All right. Thanks, Don. All righty. Jeff Brule, there he goes. Coming up next, Daryl Carpenter, RealScreamers.com. He took a little bit of a break. Got a chance to fish with one of his guys this week, Captain Evan Michel. Tell you what, he don't miss a beat. Daryl, you know, to be confident he can take off some time because uh little guy evan knows what he's doing great guy to fish with too we'll be back to talk more about fishing in grand isle it's been good been the shining star of the louisiana coast all year long back with arrow after this timeout and let's take a little trip down to Grand Isle, talk to Captain Daryl Carpenter of RealScreamers.com. Uh, Daryl, when I went down there with uh, your guy, Evan, uh, we kind of did a recon mission. You know, everybody was wondering where did the trout go? Are they scattered? Are they on the beach? Did they come back? Did, they, did it push them up to the north? And uh, we pumped and bumped around. We didn't spend a lot of time doing it and picked up some nice trout down there. But one thing was very noticeable. The water was beautiful. It's loaded with bait. And there are a lot of small fish out there. What has happened since I was there on Thursday? Uh, dude, uh, Don, other than that, the only other thing we did was we, we found where they were kind of schooled up a little bit. Had a really good day yesterday. Uh, headed back there this morning. We got the squalls around us a little bit, so we're having a, you're having to kind of bounce around some of them. But, you know, we got a little bit of a south wind blowing this morning, but it's, it opened everything up. I mean, everything's fine. The beach is going to be able to, you know, you're going to be able to access the beach. The, the back's going to be calm as it could be. Uh, the the fish are here now. Yesterday, and then yesterday, as the day went on, 
you know, early morning was one thing, but, but, you know, as the day went on, they went deep. So you had to move everything to a Carolina rig and on the bottom, uh, Carolina rig was out, out fishing a cart, probably six to one. Now, were you on the front side or on the beach or were you back up in the, by the islands? No, we were, we were on the oyster reefs behind the island. Okay. Uh, we, they, he, he started off right here behind the island and, and, and worked his way east. I, I did one of those gorilla trips coming back from Tennessee yesterday and, uh, Evan, Evan ran the helm and, and um, like I said, he started off right here behind Grand Isle, worked his way east, and every oyster reef there was, the you know, the Independence Reef, the Saturday Island Reef, everything had fish on it. I think he ended up the day, uh, and, and even stumbled onto a school of redfish at one point. So I think he ended up the day like two or three trout short of his limit and uh, seven or eight reds mixed in with it. Well, sounds like Grand Isle has not missed a beat from what it was before that. You know, it was strange, though. They would not touch a croaker. They, all, they wanted shrimp. Has that changed? or they? No. Same thing as yesterday. Uh, it, that, that pattern continued into yesterday. They just want shrimp, and man, the shrimp are thick. We we are catching just buku shrimp. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're really thick. They're everywhere. The shrimp look healthy as long as this weather doesn't run them out of the marsh and lets them hang around for a little while. We ought to have a really good later part of the summer. Now, he's been telling me you've been catching a lot of crabs. The crabs have been running down on the island. This is a good time for people to get down there. And particularly, they reopened up Elmer's Island if somebody wants to go down to the surf and catch some crabs. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, what we've been doing is setting traps in the back. So, I mean, I, I really hadn't paid attention to what's going on at the beach. I know the beach has been kind of hit and miss. Um, but, I mean, a lot of that's been weather-related. I mean, when you've got that hard south wind or that hard southwest wind, you know, it's kind of hard to put crab traps out there on that beach. Yep. What about uh, anything else? Uh, offshore fishing? Uh, probably a few people starting to get back out there. And from everything I hear, the snapper just, uh, you know, thick. You can't get through well, them. Boat head well, there was a lot of offshore boats headed out this morning. You you know, haven't been on vacation for the last week. I really don't have my pulse on what's happened this past week. I don't think anybody got out with Barry. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I mean, when it when it ended up, there was grass mats everywhere, dolphins still everywhere. Uh, I don't see any reason why that had changed. It should it may have scattered that grass some, but they ought to be out there thick. Uh, and what about infrastructure? Any damage to any of the launches, marinas, bait shops? And is there any trash you see floating around out there that boaters need to be aware of? No, Don. I will tell you, our marsh took a nasty hit, though. I mean, uh, driving down yesterday and riding around in the boat yesterday afternoon, you can tell the marsh. The marsh really got beat up real bad out of the storm. But I hadn't seen any any infrastructure damage. There's been. You know, all the bait shops are open. Got plenty of bait. Anything you need, it's there. Well, a lot of that brush on those islands got burned by the salt. It was obvious. You know, it looks like dead winter on some of those islands right now. Yes, it does. And 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 some of them, some of them aren't there anymore. Uh, so yeah, this storm, this storm battered us pretty good. Daryl, give us your contact information if somebody wants to hook up and get a trip down to the island this summer. Well, they can find me on your website at dontheoutdoorsguy.com, uh, realscreamers.com. Or just pick up the phone, 225-937-6288. Sounds like a good idea to me. And uh, give, give Captain uh, Evan another thanks for us. We really enjoyed our trip with him down there. you got a great guy I'll working do it, Don. All right, my friend. See you next time. That is Daryl Carpenter, realscreamers.com. All right, I've got a few text messages in. This one says, will Miss Martha ever be back with you on this show? We love listening to just you, but she's a great addition. You compliment each other well. Thanks. Yes, I miss her too. Uh, I tell you what, I can't get her out of the boat. She's had a really good year of booking trips. You know, she works offshore out of Venice, and uh, she's been spearfishing this weekend and got a wedding to go to. But, uh, yeah, she's going to be back. Now, next week, uh, my daughter is going to be co-hosting. I know a lot of you enjoy listening to her, Cherie. In fact, if you look on my website, 
We have a picture, an old radio show picture posted of she and I back in the early days. I don't think it's full 30 years ago, but it's probably either 28 or 29. Take a look at it. Go to DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com and also cast your vote for who is the real Captain Quint because we've got one of them going to be talking to us coming up after the top of the hour. We've got bad boys and girls caught drinking and boating and a whole lot more what you and I love to talk about each and every Saturday morning on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 